episode 197, getting closer to heaven. Like, our death date? Oh, I guess so, right? (laughs) That is true, but maybe, (laughs) how about sanctification? Does that rhyme with seven? 197, sanctification. And say it like theater. (laughs) And just say sanctification. I can't, can't do it. All this to say, we are in the sanctification process. This is Witty and Gritty Podcast, by the way. Yes, welcome. In your car, and you're listening to podcasts, does it ever just, like, jump to the next one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that does. Or it jumps... Still us. <laughs> Broken Baron. Still here. It's the only one you're subscribed to, so uh, we get it. No, it'll jump to one that, like, I hadn't finished yet, like, mid-podcast. Does it ever go back? Because you didn't listen to, like, the last 30 seconds of one. Oh, so yes. Like, this is from August. Yes. And then it's, like, the outro. Anyways. All that's to say, sanctification, that's correct, because we're in the second half of Ephesians, which is how to live out the gospel. So there we go. We've gone through chapters one through four. If you hadn't had a chance to get your Holly Bibli and read those, make sure you do that as soon as you can. Holly Bibli, I haven't heard you say that in a while, Brooke. Holy Bible. Always brings a smile to my face. (laughs) All right. So one through three, those chapters were snapshot of the gospel, four through six, How to do the thing. How to be a human. Last week we gave you human 101. Yes. (laughs) How to human 101. This week we're going to read from chapter 5. So yes, chapter 5 is your homework this week. And it's 5, 16 through 17. Yes. We're going to cheat again with two verses. Yes. Sorry. Don't tell them. They might not (laughs) notice. Okay. It just sounds like a bunch of numbers. (laughs) It's a run-on sentence. Yeah. We didn't pick the numbers, people. Yeah. Okay? I'm glad I didn't. That wasn't my job. That'd be hard. (laughs) Okay, so here are the verses from the ESV. Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time, because the days are evil. And then Ephesians five sixteen through 17 in the NLT. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. And it's important to note that earlier... I guess the first mm-hmm. uh, episode of this series, we covered Ephesians 2.10. And just as a reminder, that said, For we are his worksmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand, that we should walk in them. And we didn't spend a long time talking about the walking in them, but that is going to come up in today's verse. So if you were like, why didn't they elaborate? It's because we're going to say it here. So here you go. Welcome. Hey-o. That, and you can read a verse over and over and over and get something new out of it every time. Absolutely. So if we did Ephesians in 2024, I'm sure we'd be, we'd get to pick all the verses we didn't get to do, number one, but we'd have a whole new message for you. And that's one of like the greatest mysteries of our faith is how like the Bible can speak to so many different individuals and meet them where they're at, Yep. even though they're at all the different places with Mm -hmm. all the different needs. So pretty cool. Okay. I really liked how our two different versions of reading this said it, it, it's saying the same thing, but in different ways. So sometimes, you know, how it doesn't light bulb for you. And then you read it in a different version. Oh, that worked for my brain better. I liked that. That happens to me when doing Bible studies. I'll read it because my Bible is ESV. That's mm-hmm. where I'm looking, especially if it's like a fill in the blank activity. I'm like, yeah. what in the world? And then, <laughs> I don't have the same blanks. I don't have the same words. <laughs> and yeah, I want them to be the exact. So luckily authors do a pretty Damn. good job of referencing the uh, version. Yes. So. And that's Melissa Spolstra is really good about upfront being like, I'm in the NLT guys. So if you're doing a fill in the blank NLT, thank you, Melissa. Her resources are awesome. We'll link some. Absolutely. 
Okay, so let's break this verse down a bit. It talks about looking carefully at how you walk. How are you spending your time and your days on this planet Earth to live out your calling? Mm-hmm. You might know your calling, but do your actions match what you know you're supposed to be doing? Yeah, and it clearly says make the most of every opportunity. So if you know how we talk about all good advice comes from the Bible. So if someone's like, make the most of it, you're quoting Ephesians. <laughs> <laughs> be intentional, be thoughtful. Okay, that's... Verse 17 in Ephesians. So make sure we are taking the most, making the most of every opportunity. And that comes with that intentionality. Yes. And the ESV describes it as being wise as opposed to unwise. And Brooke, mm-hmm. I like how you've mentioned we're not covering verses from Ephesians that talk about praying and asking and seeking wisdom. But they're in there. Hopefully you've crossed those as you've read your homework. But um, when thinking about if you're making the most of your time, you might be doing a lot. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're not doing anything and being lazy. Mm-hmm. You might have a lot on your list of what you've done and how you spend your days. But something, as we talk about what to pray for, could be, are you being wise in how you're spending your time? Yeah, maybe a good indicator of that is, how are you feeling at the end of the day? Are you exhausted from being busy? Is that like is that the phrase you would say, wow, I'm just exhausted from being busy? So what do we do on all that busyness? Or it's like, oh, yeah, I'm tired, but... I still have a smile on my face. I'm feeling joyful. I'm feeling filled up, that kind of thing. So how are you feeling at the end of the day, end of the the work day, end of the day hanging out with your kids, whatever it is? How are you feeling? And that might be an indicator of what are we missing there? Yeah, you can be busy and not productive. Get nothing done. I think of it, too, as like having busy work as a student or giving busy work as a teacher Mm because you just need them to be contained and not lose their minds so you can submit attendance or respond to all the emails or attendance how often did you get that phone call Aaron will you please submit your attendance or were you that person or were you like nine ten every time let's just yes (laughs) go ahead are we opposites again you no you already know did you have someone submit it for you um (laughs) you know and they would tell me Timmy get up here take roll They would tell me to, like, set my alarm on my phone, Uh right? uh Okay, but then you got to do that. And no, I didn't leave it on all the time because then it's on the weekend. And I know you can do that, but that's so many more buttons to choose Monday through Friday. So you know what? I had a friend who would just happen to come by sometime before attendance was due and ask me about something else, but also say, oh, I'm so glad I got my attendance done. Or, hey, I just got my attendance submitted and I was going to come ask you. And so they were really cool about it. Made me feel like a grown-up, but were <laughs> definitely momming me. And I loved them for it. Oh, that's so funny. Because I'd have been like, parent, submit your attendance. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> you know what? That's It, it was a personality thing. Oh. It had nothing to do with my feelings. But I appreciated well it. Well done. Yes. See, we need people not like me in the world. And sometimes they wouldn't check until a certain time of day, so I'd still submit it late, but it was submitted, so I didn't get the email, but, Mm -hmm. you know, it wasn't Mm -hmm. on time. (laughs) We know how ADA works anyway, people. Okay, (sighs) neither here nor there. We're going to make the most of these opportunities, right? So you're going to pray about, hey, God, am I using my time wisely? I think that will be a very clear answer, especially if that's the first time you've talked to God today. Yes, I said it. (laughs) All right, so when you are um, praying too, I like this, Brooke brought up the point about reframing your time, and that's such a season I'm in. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm spending my time wisely, but I've flip-flopped when I do those things. Yeah, and it might just be, you know what your priorities are, you just need to rearrange them. You are a good manager of your time, you just need to 
put it in different spots. Yes. So my brain works best in the morning. I don't know that it's really been that way forever, but definitely since kids. Um, (laughs) By the end of the day, I have zero brain power to say write or create content. Mm -hmm. And so um, I found myself spending most of my morning working out, which isn't bad. That's a good way to spend some of your time. Yeah. Relieve stress, all the deals. Uh, Doing a Bible study, Mm -hmm. also a great thing. Doing a gratitude practice. And planning out my day. Let's just pick those because Mm -hmm. it could get carried away. Oh, I'll do one more. And then getting the house in order. That way I'm not so distracted. Okay? All great things. Yeah. You don't want to remove any of those. Yeah. None of those are wrong or sinful or what have you. But reframing it, I have Mm -hmm. now chosen to, because I'm working from home, which is new. But I'm going to do custodial duties outside of working hours. Mm -hmm. Because that life went on when I was working and could only do those outside of working hours. Right. And so since I don't want to work in a messy house, sometimes I even clean ahead for the next day. That way I'm not spending my morning cleaning. Mm-hmm. Another thing is moving my workout to the afternoons when I feel like I could fall asleep and can't type one more thing. Get some natural endorphins. Yes. I'm going to work out because that doesn't require a whole lot of brain power and it makes me feel more energized afterwards to as you have mentioned, the witching hour with kids. (laughs) A gratitude practice is great, but maybe that's not my writing time in the morning. So I've moved writing in the to-do list to the night before. So that's great. And I don't remember what, oh, Bible study. Now this one, you're not, you're not all going to love, but I've gotten up an hour earlier. Not that the Mm -hmm. whole hour is the Bible study, but it takes me a while to like turn the alarm off brush my teeth, mm-hmm. pour my coffee. All important. Yeah, necessary if we if we must say it that way. Uh, <laughs> but that is how I start my day. And hey, do you want to nerd out about I do. The I love RAS? to nerd out. Yes, I do. Okay. The the reticular activation system. Yeah. And so the idea is like your brain is looking for what patterns and if you look for the bad, you will always find the bad. If you look for the good, you'll always find the good. If you're looking for a red car, you're going to see every red car ever. Yeah, so if when you wake up in the morning, that part of your brain is looking for what are we looking for today? It's looking for it's looking for a dopamine hit. What yes. do people reach for first probably? Their phone. Right. What could we reach for instead after alarm? Uh Bible study. Yeah. <laughs> so I have kept that there intentionally, but because that was taking a lot of time in the morning, I enlisted waking up earlier. Very good. And it didn't happen overnight, but now I love mm-hmm. it and crave it and I'd be sad if I'm my alarm didn't go off or yes. what have you. And if you aren't on flexible hours, that's not an excuse. You just need to reframe your time. We'll make a time audit and we'll link it. Um, actually, just email us, wittyandgrittypodcast.gmail.com, and I'll send it to you. I'll try to find a way to direct link it somehow. You're going to want it, guys. I know that I could use a time audit, but I wouldn't be super crafty at creating the the thing to do that. And Brooke, that is her skill set. I've recently learned that the spiritual gift is technically called administration, which means you're really good at systems. Boring. Whatever. (laughs) But everyone that doesn't have that skill thinks it's awesome. Cool. Thanks, Farron, for speaking life into me. You're welcome. So yes, time audit, it's important. It's it's simple, easy to understand, and then it just takes you asking God what is the best time to put these priorities. You don't have to ask yourself because sometimes yourself doesn't make good decisions, right? So ask God about it. So we said praying. You're going to see, God, am I using my time wisely? Two, God, I believe I'm doing the right things. Maybe I need to reframe the order. The other thing is, are you capitalizing on the time spent 
mm-hmm. on the different things. Yes. Your version says making the best use of time. My version says don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. So one way to do that is pray for your interactions, whatever you're, whether it's you're going to the gym or you're going to pick up kids, whatever you're doing and interacting with, how can you make the most of it? You have to be in the pickup line. How can you make the most of it? You have to feed your children. How can you make the most of it? I think of something that we've talked about with coaching and a really good athletic analogy is I could go to the gym for an hour and someone else could go to the gym for an hour and we would have looked totally different. If I'm on my phone every three minutes and I'm not getting in a lot of reps, but they're killing it, they're going to see a lot of progress sooner. Same thing with kids in sports. They might show up to every practice, but the kid that's getting in way more reps in practice, hustling more, getting more opportunities in practice, Mm -hmm. they're more likely to be the ones getting more minutes in the game. Side note, back to athletics, still on athletics, but the reason he got so good not being on the field, he was doing a mental rep every time the quarterback was doing one. As the quarterback was getting an actual physical rep, in his mind he was playing the whole game and looking at and seeing the field. That's how he had such good vision of the field. If, you're, if you have a hitter and you keep hitting into the block or you keep hitting out of bounds or you don't see the open space on the court, whatever it is, that you need to be getting the mental reps. So if your kid is sitting on the bench, which is really hard for someone who did excel in athletics, watching your kid sit on the bench can be hard. You have the power to be like, hey, get a mental rep. That is your job right now. Your job on the bench is not to just sit there and warm it. It's to get a mental rep and encourage others. I feel like we saw instances where players would be on the bench. They'd get their opportunity to go in. And suck it up. They were made, But like the coach saying, you are making the same mistakes that I told you so-and-so was. And you went out there and did the same thing. So you're attention. out. Someone yeah. else. Get back Here out. Here's your chance. Yeah. So uh, studying. Yeah. So good. Okay. Mental reps. Woo! That's that was a combo of all the things together. It was so good though. We jumped up our tell section. Well, <laughs> and I, that's okay. <laughs> I feel like it's stuff that people just don't know, especially if you haven't been in that situation. And yeah, it's athletics, but it applies to so many other aspects mm-hmm. of life. Yeah. Okay. For sure. Okay. So we're praying about all that now. Here's the part where it's so good to collaborate with your community. If you go and say, here's my time audit, help me. I don't know how to make the most of it. We can ask you questions like, okay, when is your brain the most creative? Or feels like if if your job is to create content, when is your brain the most alive? Yours is 5 in the morning. Mine would be 9 (laughs) p.m. So it's not not one size fits all. So you've got to really look inside yourself, but also ask those peers too, like where... Where do I see myself doing this? Let me check my phone. Am I, when do I check social media? Can I limit that? I probably would get three hours of my life back if I would just, Mm -hmm. I've gotten so much time back only consuming social media at a certain time of day. It's crazy. That's awesome. Uh, And again, there's people on the flip side. If you find that you have time to spare and you have a friend in your community that is struggling with time and, and not able to get the things done or even time for self-care, which I say that because that looks a lot of different ways in uh, culture today. But the point is, maybe in talking to others, you can serve them mm-hmm. by giving them some of your time. Whether it's watching their kids so they can have a date night or mm-hmm. go back to their house and nap <laughs> or yeah. what have you. Maybe making them dinner. So you're taking time out of your day to make dinner and deliver it, but you're giving them time back because 
They're not having to think for it, shop for it, cook it. Yeah, you can even reciprocate on the other end too. Like, hey, I'm making a big batch of this for my dinner tonight. I'm going to give you half. So the next time they make a big batch of dinner, they can bring the other half over. Just double your recipe. So it could be just a simple adjustment. You're already there cooking it. You're already there shopping for it. You're already there whatever. Just buy double, give the other half to a friend, and then that could be something y'all communicate on and talk about. And not to cut the tell part of our session too short, but essentially everything that we've discussed here would be applicable when talking to your kids or to people that you lead. We want to be sure that kids are taught time management. I know that I didn't come out of the womb knowing how to do that. (laughs) I remember getting in trouble for not using my time wisely. Maybe there were hints, sorry mom and dad, about how to actually do it, but I don't really remember sitting down and mapping out calendar days like, Mm -hmm. okay, your project's due Friday, let's scope stuff out on like start Monday. Yeah. (laughs) Something I do on either Saturday or Sunday, I plan out the whole week down to the hour. I know that sounds crazy, but I don't have to think about what I'm going to do, which is nice because decision fatigue. But also, it's already planned out. I've already scheduled for it. I don't feel bad about taking time to do whatever, fill in the blank, because I've planned for it and I've arranged to do the other things that I need to do around that time. So I can protect, like right now, I have protected this time so that we can sit here and record these episodes. And I can do other stuff later because I've already planned for it. Mm -hmm. So you can zoom out a little bit, helping your kids see the week, helping them. I think a calendar on the kitchen fridge is a great thing to have. It helps with communication. That's just a little tweak that Mm -hmm. we've done. Helps the kids anticipate, look forward to, get excited about stuff, but also know, oh, I have practice this day, or oh, I have games at this time and this time. Mm -hmm. That helps. What's pretty cool, too, I don't know that I could tell you in the amount of time we have, but my kids do look for ways to help me save time in the mornings or to Mm -hmm. get out the door to be on time to places. They do like to be on time. I promise you, I I do like to be on time, (laughs) if not early. Um, (laughs) But they understand, as far as serving one another, like we mentioned with um, talking to your community, they do look for ways to help us get out the door because they realize that I have to get five people ready. Yes, Mm -hmm. me and Jacob are in that five. (laughs) So that uh, serving others to save time as well. Mm -hmm. Oh, one resource that we do want to mention is if you don't know how, where, or when to look for a good Bible study, if you're like, ooh, I don't know, the resource is Right Now Media. It's online. It, you feel like you're sitting there watching TV, but you're actually growing, and they have kid videos too. So, Yeah, if you're spending a lot of time watching TV, Netflix, Disney+, Plus, shout of, out. Yeah, instead of turning on Encanto or whatever, turn on an episode of Heroes and Friends or turn on an episode of The Chosen or turn on an episode, I mean, they have... On Right Now Media, they have story series. Like, you could watch Esther, the story of Esther, in 24 minutes. You can watch the story of David and Goliath in 24 minutes. So it's enough, but it gives them that dopamine hit, but also they're learning. Mm-hmm. Eat your snack at the same time. How much can we stack together in 24 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. All right. I like this episode a Me lot. Me too. I could talk about time a whole lot. You're so good at it. Oh, but we are out of time. Okay. Bye. That's all we've allotted. Yep. Sorry. Bye. Bye. <laughs>